So you say you feel a way about it. Yes. As far as? As far as um, I feel like when we go out to eat, order what you're going to order. Because at the end, we split in the bill. Oh, so you feel a way about it yeah. in the same respective way that I feel yes. a way about it. Because niggas is trying to make it seem, because I had posted it, so maybe I should read it, you know, for whoever's tuning in. Right. There was a post that was circulating and it said, let me tell y'all something real quick. Sit down, large group dinners cost one fifty per person, period. It is extremely ghetto and tacky to itemize what food you got or purposely not order food because you can only afford the side salad. Mm. When the bill comes, ain't no, well, I only got, if you don't understand... Stay your broke ass at home. Come to the free after link up. It's okay with Mad Wise. And I totally agree. Right? Because my angle was this. There were people that were telling me, they're like, oh, well, you you act like you've never been to a dinner where you didn't know everybody that was at the dinner. And I said, no, I have before. I said, but I still go with the intent. Like, I have a set price in my head that I'm going to spend, right? And I'm like, on top of that, if... Let's say you're the host and you invite me somewhere and I don't know any of your friends. Already in my mind, I'm assuming because it's a dinner, a Mm -hmm. large dinner, I'm going to spend a certain price point, right? But I also feel as though if one of your friends does do that type of shit, like let's just say I have an app, I have two drinks, maybe some fish. If your friend is ordering tomahawk steaks and two side orders of lobster mac, Mm -hmm. a bottle of champagne, like... I'm cool with that, but you need to have a morally conscious friend. Mm -hmm. Meaning, nigga, if you order all that shit, that's cool. But when the bill comes, in your mind, you should be on some shit like, yo, I ate way more than niggas. Let me throw an extra couple dollars, right? Right. And if you don't have a morally conscious friend and you invite me, I'm not going to say anything to them because I don't know them. I'm going to cut you the fuck out. Why would you invite me somewhere with your your tacky ass friends? Right. Right, I agree. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, because <laughs> I just went, I just had a birthday dinner last night, and it was amazing. It was mad dope. No funny shit. Shout out to all the cancers, man. Everybody <laughs> likes to say we emotional. I mean, we can be. It's my birthday. I cry if I want to. Probably a cancer made that song or whatever. But um, no, nah, it was pretty decent. I think overall, I had about 16 people there. That's what's up. And a good portion of my friends, like, so I might have two that I met at a time and two over here, two over there. But collectively, and I, I have more friends, but collectively I've never had that many of my friends in one place okay. at one time. So they were all hesitant at first. And I can tell that they didn't want to say it. Some of them said it like, yo, my nigga, that's that 16 motherfuckers out of there. Nigga, that's a lot of people. And I guess I'm like, dog, I'm not worried about it. I'm like, one, I'm... Definitely, like, mindful of the company that I keep. Mm-hmm. And shout out to my second podcast episode where I talked about the importance of having different friends right. for different shit. Right. I'm like, so even though y'all don't know each other, I'm all I'm always going to be the common denominator. So because y'all all fuck with me, mm-hmm. I know y'all can be able to fuck with each other. Right. And it was dope. I didn't have not one mathematician. That's Split good. the bill. It's just like, <laughs> all right, this is what it is. This is what it is. I got cash apps. I got cash. Everything was straight. I got two cakes. I'm like, damn, niggas really love me. That's what's up. Birthdays are important. So I celebrate my birthday like it's a holiday. So It is. Yeah. As you should. Yep. As you fucking should. Um, so quickly going back to splitting the bill, somebody invited me to a bridal shower. And it was like 14 people on the text message. And she was just basically asking a question on how the, you know, the splitting of the bill was going to go. There was one girl in group like, oh, well, you don't know people's pockets and um, I'm not, um, if they're ordering this and I'm not eating this, I'm like, I'm not going. <laughs> oh yeah. That's another option too. If you feel like it's going to be some funny shit, you Yo. can stay home. For me, 
if you were in my bridal party and that was the energy you were bringing, you're no longer in my bridal party. Amen. I'm big on that. Because it's like, it's in, it's why embarrass yeah. yourself? Why would you put that in a group chat? And mind you, I didn't really know. I knew like maybe three people in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, like I didn't know who the girl was and they were going back and forth. And I was like, this is So y'all didn't even... have an icebreaker before y'all all became a part of the no. bridal? No, they just threw it in group. And I'm like, okay, cool. It was cool at first. But then, like, as it got closer to the actual dinner, that's when it became an issue with the bill. And <laughs> no, I was sorry. like, yeah. and this, we haven't even got to the place yeah. to eat nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. I'm like, I'm not going. Like, me and my friends, we split the bill. I don't give a what who gets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's just basically the bottom line. But I was like, I, I can't. I don't know this group. So I'd rather not mm-hmm. go with this group. Okay, okay. That should happen yeah. to me when I was in Barcelona. Really? <laughs> Yo, my friends are going to listen to this shit and they're going to be fucking dying. I don't know who these girls were. All I know was these girls was from New York. We went out to, uh, like, it was an event and I guess it was just like open beach space. So it was literally 20 of us. I probably knew about four other girls, mm-hmm. but I'm like, hey, if those are your peoples, it's all good. All right. It's Barcelona, so they're big on sangria. We're ordering pitches of sangria. They're just coming. Because I'm like, mm, that's so good. I'm going to pour a little bit of this. Let me get some in that, sis. When the bill comes, now everybody, oh, I only have one cup. I said, oh, nah. Hell nah. I said, y'all bitches is from New York. Y'all supposed to have pieces at hit. Yeah. Y'all supposed to be the scammers. What the, like, what? That shit was crazy. I don't even think it's people are cheap. I just think that they just have no home training. To me, that's, yeah. that's no home training because- at the very bare minimum, if you cannot afford to go, niggas can't get mad if you if you say, yo, I'm just staying home. Right. I'm staying home. Right. Like, nigga, just stay home. Mm-hmm. Well, come to the free, come to the free link up after the fact, brokey. It's well, okay. Yeah. Like, come to the free link up after right. the fact, brokey. We gonna have, you know, some regular liquor mm-hmm. and, you know, you can show up with your personal bottle, whatever cheap you brought, because we know you cheap. And yeah, that's it, nigga. Like, but you know what's crazy though is like when you have those type of people around you. Um, for instance, like you have a party and you're like, okay, people are bringing bottles, right? Of I already what know what you about drink. to say. <laughs> and then a, a, a cheap person will come in with some the wine. Cheap and go for the yeah, like, what the fuck is that? Yo, like, why? Why is that a thing? <laughs> it's so fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah, see, I'm ignorant. I'm ignorant. I'll be like, hey, yo, listen, that set of home that you brought, mm-hmm. you better kill that. And after that, you can get some soda and some water. Yep. Maybe a shot, but that's about it. Like, don't come in here, bring an Amsterdam vodka and think you about to oh kill niggas God. 1942. Yeah, my cousin used to bring that shit all the time. <laughs> or, oh, I brought you some wine. Nigga, I don't really drink wine like that. Like, I mean, now I'm more into wine, but back then I was like, I don't want no fucking wine. You know, I drink tequila. So bring me some tequila. Nah. Nigga, bring the bring the wine and drink all your fucking tequila. Yep. Yep. Yeah, y'all gotta stop that. 2021, we're not doing no more. Stay home. <laughs> if you broke, stay home. Back. That's it.
when I first heard that, I thought you was gonna start rapping. Oh, <laughs> nice <Not so good. laughs> What like the very first time you heard about intro? Yeah. Yo, I don't. Mm, I told niggas like I'm a rap. Well, no, I'm not a rapper, but I know how to rap. Mm. And some people don't understand that shit. They're like, "What does that mean?" That means, nigga, if I want to, I could rap, but. I'm not going to try to pursue it as a career. Okay. If anything, I'd make, like, an ASCAP account and, like, ghostwrite for niggas. Like, I don't see myself as a rapper. Like, that's just... Uh... You can still make money off of it, so... Yeah, so I would do that, All but, right. like, I don't... I don't want to be a, a fucking female rapper. That shit, they be going through too much for me. A I'm, lot. Mm-mm. Right. They got to do all that makeup, the hair, the nails. They got to deal with scrutiny. They want to try to keep up with niggas. I'm in my own lane. Facts. I just, honestly, I just like to get drunk, and then when niggas get high, I just hop in the middle. <laughs> niggas be tight, too, because I'm like, I'm not one of those, oh, yeah, I fucked up, uh, but I don't give a fuck. I'm not one of those rappers, because <laughs> we all know a nigga yeah. that's like that, like, yep. nah, I really hit you with, like, some smooth shit, but, mm, I, like, I started rapping when I was younger, but I quickly grew out of that. Yeah. I didn't feel like. Some niggas just carry that shit. Niggas just like 30 still trying to start a rap career. Like, nigga, there's only one, there's only one Jay-Z, my nigga. Like, there's only one Jay-Z. Right. Right. Right, Let me go ahead and introduce the show. What up, what up? What's going on, y'all? I am your host, Love Jack, and you are now tuned into the PDP podcast. What's up? What's going on? How you doing? You chilling? I'm good. I'm good. Feeling good today? (laughs) Got your water. Yes. Oh, come on, you say you like tequila. No tequila. Yo, I got so fucked up last night. It's like, okay. If you drink, they say to cure a hangover, you should drink a little more. That's the that's what they say the remedy. The remedy is. <laughs> so how are you feeling though? Um, I feel great. I was a little <laughs> lagged, you know, but that's only because so I stayed up till like five in the morning. Damn. That's the part I left out when uh, I like texted this one. Like I was supposed to leave right after the dinner, but then you know, niggas is like, oh, what we doing after the dinner? Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Everybody still turned, so I still was outside. Well, I was inside, but I was outside. And I didn't get home till 5 o'clock, so that's what that was. I remember those days. 5 a.m., I can't do it no more. Um, I can do it. I just, you know, got to do it on the weekend. I can't do that shit on the weekday. <laughs> All right. True. I had everybody hitting me up like, oh, happy birthday. And I'm saying thank you because I realized, like, if you're not my friend, you wouldn't know when my right. birthday was. But it's just like, okay. And then I got motherfuckers hitting me up like, yo, no invite. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, certain people, I don't talk about this. Certain people, you got to know. You cannot hit niggas with a no invite. Mm-hmm. You know your lane, fucking stay in it. Right. Because if I counter it with, come on, you know, I don't fuck with you like that. Now where the conversation going to go? Right. I'm wrong for that, right? Right. Uh, let me go ahead and introduce you, because we just sit here talking, talking, talking. I let people introduce themselves to okay. the people. So I am Star from uh, Fuck Your Podcast. Okay. And... That's what you're you. That's okay. I'm going to get rid of Yeah, I get mad nervous introducing myself. Like, I'm... Um... <laughs> I know, I heard it because I'm like, the conversation was flowing. And then we got to that. You was like, so um, I'm from. But why? You a seasoned podcaster. I know, man. It's just so weird. It's so weird. I don't know. Introducing yourself? Yes. You got to get used to it. I know I do. I do. Because I, I was like that on, on the other podcast that I um I did. And I was like... What podcast? What's up with it? Oh, were you like... <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, because I listen. So it's like, I, I met you and I podcasted with you too. So... I don't know. I guess I just, I 
I try to like listen to it as like a first time listen, but it's hard when you know niggas right. and they be recording like right. you just be talking like people be thinking I'm crazy when I'm at work. I'll be listening to niggas. I'll be like, yo, this bitch ass nigga, yo, this pussy nigga. They be like, what's wrong with this girl? I'm like, hey, you know. You wanna tell the people a little bit about your podcast? Or? Um, so we do like, well, we I do. Because <laughs> we can talk it. about that shit too if you want. Like, that's a whole... I ain't even got into that entity. We can go ahead if you want to. Um, so I do, a, I do a podcast live on YouTube every Thursday at 9.05. And um, yeah, tune in. FY Podcast on YouTube. What kind of things do you talk about in case anyone um, So we talk about a lot of shit. So um, just like, you know, regular social media topics, uh, we do relationship topics. Like people usually send in letters or questions. So we read that at the end of the show. Um, but we get drunk on the podcast and just kick good shit. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. I made sure I saved my relationship questions for you today because I know <laughs> that's your specialty. I suck at relationships. I'm like, I don't know why y'all ask me. Like, don't ask me unless you want to be single. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> But um, you ready to get into these little street yes. politics? Yes. All right. So shout out to all the Kansas. Like I said in the pre-show, we are at the top of Kansas season. You know, my birthday. By the time y'all hear this, it'll probably be two days after my birthday. You know, sounds a bit narcissistic, but happy birthday to myself. I want to thank myself <laughs> for uh, being a real nigga that I am, a part of the real nigga society. <laughs> Making it happen when others can't and saying yes. the things that need to be said. Um, yeah, shout out to all the cancers, man. You know, everybody says that we're crybabies. Eh, I, I feel like we're just in tune with our emotions. We can be a, a bit more passionate than others. But, you know, it's open for digestion. I ain't really tripping. I have to 40 on whoever. <laughs> but, um... All right, yeah, let's get into these street politics. <laughs> so we are a little bit, what, about a week after Juneteenth? Mm-hmm. And Ikea wanted to issue an apology for putting watermelon and chicken on the menu for Juneteenth. Yes, so I've seen that. That was super, super disrespectful. Um, like, who who gave authorization for that? I don't know, but they make bad food anyway. So who the fuck said that we would want chicken from them? Yeah. True. Like, a lot of their food is, like, European. And it's not even the European aspect of it. I feel like it's, like, maybe German or, okay. like, Holland-based. Like, y'all food's not even look like that. So, where the fuck? Who told y'all to make chicken? But this is my thing, right? It's, it seems like when white people do things, they feel like, why do they associate watermelon and fried chicken with black culture? Like, yes, we eat it. But that's not all we eat. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, you know, black people love fried chicken. So what, let's put fried chicken on the menu. Like, that's not. The I think they go based off of it's like the prejudice part yeah. of it, right? And they go based off of what they see on social media, right? True. Because a lot of people, you don't even realize it, and I think black people don't realize this shit. A lot of white people have never really had interactions with actual black people. You know what I'm so they go based off of the shit that they see on fucking social media or that they see on reality TV or shit, something that one of their other fucking white friends might have told them. So I think that's where that shit comes from. But to me, it's still fucking corny because it's like, one, y'all food is bad. So why would y'all think that y'all could make fucking chicken? And then on top of that, like, not for nothing. We was talking about this shit last night at my dinner. I don't like watermelon or fried chicken. 
and I'm about as black as they come. So what the fuck that mean? I right. do like grape soda, though. I ain't gonna hold you. I like grape soda. So I'm I'm okay with watermelon, but you know I just have to have a taste for it. But it's not that's not the first fruit I go to. Like, oh, let me get some watermelon. In front, I can skip over. Yeah, I'm like I can skip over. <laughs> right. If you gave me a fruit bowl, I don't like any melons. I don't like honeydew. I don't like cantaloupe. Yeah, I, like I don't like watermelon. I actually, like I like be- I like berries. Yeah, and I like cherries. Yeah. So it's just like. They, they piss me off with that shit. And what pisses me off even more is the fact that all white companies, they do the same shit when they make this, not even mistake, when they make this mockery of us, mm-hmm. right? They'll put it out there for the media to see it, right? It'll build some traction, which, you know, I don't know if it'll generate sales or whatever the case may be. But once they start receiving a little bit too much scrutiny, they want to issue an apology. All right. Oh yeah, we we um we're sorry for what we did. In the words of Money Mike, off of what was that next Friday after next? Yeah, don't <laughs> yeah. don't be sorry, ho. Be careful. Yeah, like stop doing this stupid shit because yeah. y'all stay doing this, and then the thing that y'all always want to say is, "Oh, we're sorry." Like we don't want to hear that shit no more. We don't want to hear that shit no more. Like y'all are a bill. I want to say a multi billion dollar business and company. Why do you not have a PR team? You should have somebody in public relations when y'all get ready to do shit like this. They like, I don't, I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. Like, so, and if y'all don't have anybody to tell y'all that, that obviously means that y'all need to diversify y'all team. Yeah. Because if y'all have nothing but white people and they seem to think that this shit's cool and y'all keep running to the same fucking mistake, guess what? It's time y'all get some affirmative action on y'all motherfucking team. Yeah, and that's what it is. It's a boardroom full of white people. But I mean, again, just like you said, they do this shit on purpose. Yeah, of course. You can't. Tell me otherwise. And I've never eaten food from Ikea before. <laughs> it just doesn't really look appealing. It do- The candy's good. Oh, okay. The candy's good. The pretzels is good, too. Okay. I never... I'm not even going to go there because I... I mean, it's like, it's like dumb cheap. So, yeah. like, when I... The very first time I went to Ikea, I stopped by. But I'm like, sometimes the shit a little bit too cheap is just sketchy. I'm yeah. like, y'all niggas only want a dollar for a hot dog? <laughs> like, nah, I don't know about that one. I just... Nah, I wasn't <laughs> right. fucking with it. Like, mm-mm. yeah. But yeah, they don't they don't feel bad about the shit that they do. They no. don't. Because all they're gonna do is like I said, they're gonna fuck up, it's gonna get them some traction, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be like, Oh, we didn't know. And that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. We live in the fucking era of social media. The internet is right at your fingertips. Y'all need to do y'all research and do y'all motherfucking Googles. Cause y'all here looking a fucking fool. Just like what is this lady's name? A Republican rep, Marjorie Taylor Green. You want me to play the clip first? Because yeah. <laughs> I say, yeah, she is on bad time. Yep. To just take a minute to remind everyone that words matter and their meanings need to be exactly clear. Contraception stops a woman from becoming pregnant. The plan B pill kills a baby in the womb once a woman is already pregnant. You see, equal access to contraception for Veterans Act is not contraception. It's providing, with taxpayer dollars, the ability for women to have an abortion. The government should not be paying for abortion. Okay, I'm about to say, that's enough of this stupid yeah. ass. So she just got done saying that Plan B is an, it's an abortion pill that kills a baby in the womb once a woman is already pregnant. And contraception stops a woman from becoming pregnant. Do you see that error in her statement? Yeah. 
She's slow, but Republicans, most of them are stupid anyway. Like, Plan B is a form of contraception because if you take the Plan B in enough time, then you won't be able to get yeah. fucking pregnant. So it's just <laughs> like, yo, what the fuck do y'all be talking about? And it's not even the fact that she's a Republican and I'm hoping she doesn't sit on any fucking chair or she's not in a position. I don't even know why I started that shit again. If she's not like in a position of power or she has a say so in any like type of political stance, because it's like, you're really this fucking dumb. You really sat there and you put this on a piece of paper and you read that in front of a rep and you were steadfast in your position. You're a woman. How do you not know this? But this is my this is my thing with um, a lot of Republicans, um, men too. It's like they want to dictate what women can do. Yes, you don't want the government to pay for it or whatever, but if it's a part of my medical plan, you, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, whatever, whatever the case is, but... You all, you guys want to dictate what women can do with their bodies first. You, you know, it was the whole thing with the um, abortion. Like some states didn't want, mm-hmm. you know, women to have abortions and things like that. But I'm just like tired of, um, you know, them trying to dictate what women can do and what they don't want to pay for when it's still medical and everybody should be able to um, to get a fucking plan B if they choose to do so. Like it has nothing to do with you. I definitely understand what you're saying. And I call bullshit because last time I checked, you can get a prescription for Viagra. That's just covered. Yeah, you can get a prescription for Viagra. That's just covered. You can get a prescription for Cialis to to keep your dick hard or allow you to get an erection. But if I I don't want to call it an accident, but if I get into a situation where Mm -hmm. I end up pregnant and I'm like, yo, I don't want to I don't want to have a kid for whatever fucking reason it is that I choose not to bring life into this world. I no longer have this. I don't have that choice because y'all are trying to take it from me. Exactly. Right? On one of my previous pod episodes, I don't even remember which one it was, but I know I said it because I stand firm in it. I can have an orgasm all night, several times. 50, 11 times if I fucking feel like it. And it's a good fucking time. A nigga not once in the wrong canal and it's up. Now a baby's coming. You all see right. what I'm saying? So if that's how motherfuckers feel, where they want to regulate population control and they don't want women to have abortions, then make niggas get vasectomies until they're able to financially provide for children. How about uh, that? I agree with that. How about that? Yep. Because I agree with women, that too. women, we can't get each other pregnant. Right. But, but it's like, it's like they are so fascinated with fucking, um, dictating what women can do with their bodies. Like I just, I, cause they it, still view women as property. Yeah. They still view women as property. This shit is just fucking, it's weird. It's it's hella weird. And then, like, when you see those bills um, being signed into place about the abortions and all of that shit, all you see is a bunch of white men standing in the picture. You may, you'll see a sprinkle of, of white women, and they stupid because, you know, whatever. Yeah, they definitely voted for Trump, dumbasses. Yeah. They need to let that shit go. Let that shit go. We can do, and when I say we, I mean women collectively should have the right and the privilege to do what the fuck they want to do with their bodies. And this dumbass, you need to do, like I said, do some fucking research. Do your Googles. Your phone is right there at your fingertips because you got there on that stage and you sounded like a dumbass. Contraception is blah, blah, and birth control. Like, it's all the same shit. It's all the same shit. Not every woman wants to stay at home and be pregnant and barefoot in the kitchen. And a lot of women, sometimes, you know, you got to think about it. Like, some people can't afford to have kids. Like, it's just not in their budget. Like, fucking Massachusetts became... Um, the second state 
uh, with the highest um, like rent, like as far as like paying rent in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. it's like twenty two hundred dollars for a one bedroom. You got so, scam and sell a little bit of crack to live in Mass. <laughs> Everybody knows that. So it's it's like yo, a lot of women can't afford to have kids. Like childcare is mad expensive, and then if the dude don't want to be in in the life, they don't want any parts of the kid. It's like now you're struggling on your own. But then you're working, but now you can't get assistance because they claim that you make too much money. You get what I'm saying? It's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's all bullshit. It's designed to keep you down. Yeah. It's not designed to keep you down. What's her name? Marjorie Taylor. Do your Googles. <laughs> Do your fucking research. Is you up there looking a fucking fool? I don't know what was going on with these. Uh, I'm pretty sure whoever runs Ikea is white. Um, Marjorie is white. Sean King is white. Y'all just on some like straight stupid shit. Yeah, he got put on blast on Twitter because he was doing fundraising mm-hmm. for Tamir Rice, may he rest in peace, saying that he was raising money. And he said that he got permission through Tamir Rice's uncle, but he never told his mother, Tamir Rice's mother, anything about it. And apparently Tamir Rice's uncle took the money and skated off. Once he got the money, he ain't been talking to fucking talking to or fucking with the family. That's crazy. So I did read up on that. Um, so Sean King was saying that he um, he raised like one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars, but he was like he didn't get any money off of it. And um, supposedly they had a, a conversation. So um, I think her name is Sh- Shamira um, Rice, which is the mom. She. Um, she was supposed. She did a podcast with him, mm-hmm. but the podcast since been deleted since all of this like controversy been coming out about the um about the money, the fund um, fundraising or what the foundation or whatever that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was just basically saying that you know she he didn't have her authorization. He said that they had a conversation. She knew about it. This is what he was saying too. So I didn't know about the whole uncle situation. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, but that's why she's mad because she's like, "Nigga, you did that shit without my permission. Mm-hmm. You gave all this money to my brother, and he skated, yeah. and now all of a sudden you didn't know about this shit, which is fucked up, anyways." Because it's like, how would you, why would you capitalize off the death of your nephew yeah. and then not even take care of his mother? You feel what I'm saying? But that's how people be, yo. When it comes to funerals and weddings, it brings the worst out of people, especially when it's money involved. Like seriously, I've I've seen some shit. With funerals and weddings. I mean, I've always seen the shit with funerals, never weddings. Though. Yo, it, weddings it brings out because you got to think about it, it's a lot of jealousy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People just, it's just, I've seen when I got married, it was some, it was some shit. So, um, but yeah, man, people, it's greed. Like, people are greedy. So, I felt like the uncle was, was being hella greedy, hella shady though, but Sean King should have knew better. Uh, that should make me feel like he probably got broke off with a piece. Because yeah. how you just gonna, you know that that was not his child. So why would you, okay, me and you, we gonna raise the money. And then you give this nigga all the money. You didn't get a mother shit. And now you acting like you ain't know nothing about it. That's just fucking weird and walky. And that nigga's weird anyways, because magically after this shit happened, supposedly somebody came with their own Twitter account and was sticking up for Sean King and was like, oh, yeah, I was present at the conversation. And (laughs) he's a very nice guy. And it's just like, dickhead, if you're going to make a fake account, a burner account, Mm -hmm. use a picture of a person that's actually alive. He took the picture off the internet of a girl that died maybe like two months ago. May she rest in peace. 
So it's like, you just capitalizing off dead people every which way you fucking turn. Like, so you don't I, see a problem with that? Yeah, I've seen that. So I, I didn't know it was a it was a burner account, but it's just crazy because he's been called out a few times. Um, and that's the thing with a lot of these new black activists when there's much, some- He's some, black? So no. Okay. I, so him, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, white. Okay. I don't know. People I don't know. Like, oh, he's biracial, or I don't know what he is. I'm for the Google that shit. He look white. <laughs> he does look white. But um, just like the the new black activists in general, a lot of them come out, and it's not for good reasons. A lot of them do it for clout and the money. You know what I'm saying? So it's not really um anything good going to the families and things like that. I think she called out um, what's the other girl's name? The the um. The black girl, she just wrote a book. T- to me, it's something Mallory. Tamika Mallory. Yes. Okay. She called her out too. Sh- Shamir Rice. Shamir Rice. Shamira Rice, yeah. What'd she say about her? She was just, well, I can't remember what she was saying. I think, I don't know, she wasn't stealing any money, but I guess she said that she was just doing a lot of things for clout. She wasn't really helping or anything like that. But you have to be careful when you're out here trying to... Um, I guess be an activist when it comes to people, um, people's death, because that could bring a lot of negative attention your way too. Just like if nothing ever transpired between um, Shamir Rice and Tamika Mallory, but yet she's calling Tamika Mallory out for her so-called activism, which she feels like she's doing it to get clout. But I think that people tend to get the the definition of an activist fucked up, like. And this is no shade to Shamira Rice, mm-hmm. right? If something happened to you, well, something did happen to your child, right? right? You felt like nothing was happening. So you wanted light to be shed on the situations with the hopes that, one, you would be able to get justice and right. answers, and two, that this would not have to be a repetitive cycle. An activist is an activist. Their only job is to basically freedom fight and to bring awareness to your situation to get like, if they get the traction going, that means that other people will be able to help you with your outcry. An activist is not a lawyer. An activist is not a police officer. You get what I'm saying? So I think that people, sometimes they're a little bit too harsh on them. And I'm not saying, like, with Sean King, he's definitely a white man. I'm not saying what he did was, I'm not saying what he did was right, but I'm saying, like, you can't get mad at a butcher for not knowing how to paint. Right. Nigga, I don't know how to paint. You want me to cut this meat up? I'll cut the shit out this meat. Right. But the walls, you on your own. You know what I'm saying? So I think that people get that shit misconstrued. Yeah. But it also could be activists might be promising these parents of these slain children broken promises. Right. And they need to be careful with that shit too. But then it also spins back like, how gullible could you really be? You know that this is this person... Excuse me. You got to check their track records. I'm pretty sure this ain't Sean King's first spin around the block. It's not Tamika Mallory's first spin around the block. So look at their previous work and what have they been able to do? What changes have they had? Well, what changes have they made happen and how they were detrimental to the community before you go and go out and seek their not advice or approval or seek, I don't know, I guess just have to have a level of exposure right. come from them. You get what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, I don't think these allegations, they just come from nowhere, but it's like, you kind of got, like I said, I think that's the message of today's episode, nigga. (laughs) The internet is at your fingertips. Do your Googles. Do your research. Right. No, I agree. But Sean King have brought a lot of, um, a lot of things to light. Um, Not only that, like um, Tamika Mallory. So 
my cousin is friends with um someone who's in like Tamika Mallory's group. So the 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 girl who had passed away and she, remember the girl who they said she committed suicide. She, she was out in um, in mass. We were talking about this. Right. Part. Okay, go ahead. So she um she kind of brought light to that situation. To meet Mallory, right? Okay. Um. So I mean, I don't know. Like I like again, these are all allegations, and you know whatever people feel how they feel. But you know they do some good work. Again, Sean King has brought a lot of things to light. Um, even Tariq. Tariq brings more things to light and then they start to pick up on it. Like Tariq Nasheed, I don't know if you follow yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so when sometimes when shit comes out about a black person and things like that, like he's a good um go-to person or whatever, but he doesn't label himself as an activist at all. So he doesn't even want to be in that. Yeah, okay. He's <laughs> making the smarter fucking decision. Right. He's making the smarter fucking decision. I think with Sean King and Really, any fucking activist or people in general, you got to know your lane mm-hmm. and you got to stay in it. Like I said, if you a butcher, be a fucking butcher, my nigga. Stop trying to paint. Like, don't get nobody no empty promises or tell them, oh, I'm going to get this done for you. And that's a mistake that even fucking police officers make. When somebody's child gets murdered or anybody gets murdered or a crime happens, oh, I promise you we're going to yeah. get to the bottom of it. Stop saying that stupid shit. You saying that dumb ass shit to adults and adults stop being so fucking gullible. You know that police... And I'm not sticking up for them niggas by far because I'm very, very close to the side of fuck the police. But what I am saying is these niggas is overworked. They definitely ain't underpaid because they be doing mad OT for stupid yeah. bullshit sitting there on the fucking side of the road. They're overpaid. Fucking... Yeah. <laughs> so I ain't going to say they underpaid, but right. I'm going to say they're overworked and their caseloads are heavy. So they're not going to have the resources. And by resources, I just say manpower to possibly solve every crime. So right. they need to stop with that, oh, we're going to get to the bottom of this bullshit. They need to stop saying that. Yep, I agree. I feel like everybody just need to be more real with themselves. You got to know your fucking lane, and you got to stay in it. Yeah. Have you heard about OnlyFans? Because <laughs> they don't want to stay in their lane. No. <laughs> so OnlyFans, they feel as though they want to shy away from... What industry? What, what was the industry that they said? Oh, they want to shy away from the adult content, and they want to focus on doing mainstream content, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of you know girls or guys being on there doing whatever they're doing, um, what's his name? Have you ever heard of Bando Man Kev? No. Okay, so he's a. <clears throat> I'm gonna be careful how I use these next words because I don't want to hate on that man. I don't want to throw no sauce on him. <laughs> So I'm going to say he, he's a newfound entrepreneur mm-hmm. in which he gives you the tools how to become an entrepreneur for yourself. Okay. <laughs> right. He gives you the tools. Okay. There we go. That's what we're going to leave it at. Right. So he has an OnlyFans and you can sign up for his OnlyFans and he'll give you all the sauce on it. Right. Which to me, if you ask, that's a pretty lucrative business. Like, nigga, I'm not, I'm not teaching you how to do nothing illegal. I'm not, you know, selling nothing crazy on mm-hmm. there. I'm just giving you the tools so you can get yourself going. So OnlyFans feels as though they want to switch over to mainstream content, which I feel like they, maybe they're trying to be on some shit like how Patreon is. Oh, right? okay, yeah. But not like, we're not going to limit it to just podcasts, but they just want to do something along those lines. And it's a multi-billion, they said they need a multi-billion dollar investment. And I'm like, who the fuck think, who who y'all think is finna um, invest in y'all? Right. Y'all made y'all claim the fame off like ass clapping and titties. Like, nigga, y'all kind of got to stick to that. Yeah, but that's kind of weird that they want to switch. I mean, it's not weird because, you know, everybody want to make money, but 
I don't know how that's going to transition. I don't know who they think is going to invest into them. Like, it's a brilliant idea, yeah. but it's like, yo, y'all should have led with that at first. Mm-hmm. But, like, am I tweaking no. right now? Because when you think of OnlyFans, you're thinking about ass. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know, like, so it's, yeah. And let me look this shit up because I'm like, I know I'm not tweaking right now. OnlyFans, the local. Is it a girl in there? I ain't gonna lie, I did sign up for OnlyFans. Not to not to do any type of Sure. <laughs> not, sure. To, not to do any type of, you know. So what'd you sign up for OnlyFans um, for? I, I signed up so um well nobody else wanted to sign up. So remember that picture with um Trey Songs and his Oh his dick? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's why. <laughs> <laughs> What you signed up? Yo, I didn't pay any money. Oh um, my! So who like paid? That. Nobody paid. Like I was like, we were all in group chat. Me, my cousin, wow. my friends. We was all in group chat, and they was like, "Who gonna sign up?" I ain't signing up. I, I was like, "All right, I'll sign up to see." What's Did going your husband on know you signed up for this? That's my business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking, right? Because we talked about this shit before. I'm like, yo, if you want to watch porn, I'm cool with that. That shit is free. But you're going to sign up to pay to see? That shit is mind-boggling. I didn't pay. That shit mind-boggling to me. Like, I'd be... If I caught, like, my man watching porn, I wouldn't care. But if I caught this nigga on somebody's OnlyFans, I'm hella tight. What? You're paying... You out here paying for shit? No, them bitches wouldn't give me money. You out here paying for shit? (laughs) Hell no. That's... Come on, that's what we not gonna do. That shit is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> nah, mm-mm. they need. I don't know how the fuck they gonna do that shit. And what's all the girls that's gonna do? They gonna just desert the girls that's been on OnlyFans? Yeah. So, so are they saying that they're gonna take those pages down? Like they're no longer gonna, the women are no longer gonna. Uh, excuse me, I can't even talk. No longer gonna be able to. I don't know. They really didn't specify. They just say they were trying to move away from the adult content. So mm. I don't think that they could take their pages down. But it's just like. Normally, the first thing when OnlyFans comes into mind, you think of like sex sales and shit right, like that. So right. they're just trying to say that they don't want to be known for that. But what are all the girls going to do? Yeah. All the bitches, they be getting their titties done. They be getting the tummy tucks, the BBLs. What they going to do? I don't know. They just spent the stimmy to look good for the OnlyFans. <laughs> and now you tell them now they can't get their motherfucking money. What happened? Yo, it's crazy that, um, and, and it's, it's no shade. Like, you know, if you want to get your work done, whatever. But it's crazy that you're getting work done. Oh, people are, oh, I want to feel better about myself. Oh, okay. Um, you get work done to fucking <laughs> with no take pictures. <laughs> to take pictures on Instagram or to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you have to, you have to upkeep, you know what I'm saying? You have to do upkeep on your body. So are you talking about after the fact or yeah, even in general? Fact. After the fact. Okay. Like, if you have your surgery, you still have to maintain that shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? A lot of bitches ha- have their surgery, and they end up, they don't maintain it, and then they don't have the money to get the surgery again. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Did you see the the uh, clip of the, like, um what was it? It was the airport, and the aisle yeah. was full. 28 girls in yeah. wheelchairs coming from Santo Domingo, going to <laughs> ATL for the BBL. And yeah, this I is see. a controversial thing right now because everybody's like, oh, why are people so worried about what they're doing with their bodies? And it's just like, yo, I'm not really like, to be honest, 
And I've talked about this shit so much. I hate when I sound like I'm beating a dead horse. But I don't want people to feel like I give a fuck about it. Like, I'm like, oh, I do say love yourself more because I do feel like that's a common denominator. Mm -hmm. It's a fact. Like, you can't tell me that you truly and love yourself wholeheartedly inside out if you're going to get a BBL and it's not a part of your profession, right? Right. Because that's that's the thing that I I think a lot of people miss out on when I say that shit. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're a stripper... Nigga, your body is your money maker. If that ass is shaped like a box, there's only going to be but so much that you can do. You <laughs> feel me? So you're going to need that BBL. Hell and I'm not yeah. mad at you for it because what the fuck, nigga? Your body is your money maker, right? Go and do that. But my nigga, if you got four kids, three kids, two kids, you might not even have no fucking kids. Mm-hmm. But if your body's a little bit, not even a little bit, a lot of fucking sloppy, right? And um, every time I go and I see you on Snapchat, you are you eating crab legs. It's two o'clock in the morning. You eating ho hos and, mm-hmm. and and Twinkies, my nigga. You drinking fucking Casamigos and you chasing it with Coke and shit like that. I never seen you eat a salad. You ain't never had a bottle of water. You show me all the bottles in the world, but I never even seen a Poland Springs. Right. You want to get a BBL to look popping, but then what happens, nigga? And you work at T-Mobile, nigga. So what the fuck did you get the surgery for? The fuck these regular ass niggas? You could have kept your money to yourself. You got a new body with the same pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. They need to start doing pussy. If they start doing pussy surgeries, this shit. Niggas might be under something. They start doing. You got. Dr. Miami, do you have mild reversal? (laughs) Somebody might be fucking inquiring, nigga. That would make more sense. But it's just like, yeah, getting these surgeries to come back and do everyday regular shit. And that's just what doesn't make sense to me. Nope. It doesn't make sense to me. I promise you when I tell you niggas gonna fuck you with the bonnet on, they gonna fuck you if you got the granny panties on, yep. they gonna fuck you if you got a hole in your t-shirt, they gonna fuck you if you wear your fucking sundress to sleep, nigga. Yep. They don't care. So it's like, what are you doing this shit for? It, it just... It, it's, like a, it's like social media, yo. Like, Social media got these girls' mind it. gone. And it's not... I was thinking before that it was the younger girls, but these old bitches be out here... On that same wave. You're going to be 60 with perfect titties. <laughs> that sounds crazy, nigga. Everything is going to be wrinkly, <laughs> but your titties are going to be perfect. Yeah. That's not it. And then your belly button look like an asshole every fucking time. Everybody's going to get the same body, but I'll tell you one thing. If you're going to get your body done, make sure you got all your coins because don't come back <laughs> looking a hot hard, ass but mess, yo. Don't even be getting having the money to get the um the massages after the fact. And that's what I was saying. <laughs> so I was talking to P about it, like um, because I had went to the strip club out in um uh, uh silhouettes out in Providence, mm-hmm. and some of the chicks got their work done and it, it looked good, but some of them bitches, I'm like, who did? Why, you obviously wasn't making enough money at the time, and you should have waited. You know what I'm saying? Because the shit looks horrible. And then you can tell, like, after the surgery, you still have to get the massages. And, you, like, you still, you, of course, you got to maintain your shit. Mm. But these bitches don't be doing that. Yeah, it's just like the bitches when they get the, um, they get the BBL and then hop on the, um, gram and post flat tummy tea. Like, my nigga, you serious right now? And I'll, so let's talk about that for, like, excuse me, don't... for a quick second. You can't sidebar, <laughs> but why do people drink? Have you ever had one of them? No. A flat tummy tea? Nutribus? No. Oh my gosh. Yo, I'm not gonna hold you. I tried it one time just because I wanted to see what the hype was. And 
I need to know about this new... My my sister oh, be promoting that shit. All like, niggas is doing... Y'all are shitting y'all brains out. For what? Oh, Why? Yeah. Y'all are shitting y'all brains out. That's so like a detox. What do you mean a detox? You could take a fucking fleet and get the same fucking results. You could drink a... You could take a fucking fleet and get the same results. All y'all doing is <laughs> shitting y'all brains out, nigga. Like, you're gonna drink this tea. You can't go nowhere for the day. Every time you do it, nigga, it's like drum rolling your tummy... What I said, yo, y'all are crazy, nigga. Oh, no. Nah. I said, this is what niggas is out here doing. Y'all promoting this. Oh, I detox. I feel so fresh and light. Like, yeah, you just shit out like five fucking pounds, nigga. <laughs> That's not okay. You walk around dehydrated. You can't yo. even sit down because your ass is on fire. Like, I'm like, nah. Y'all can have that shit. I'm all set. Mm-mm. That shit's crazy. So my my sister promote that um, Nutra Bust or Boost. Nutra Burst, I think is what it's called. Yeah, so she promotes that shit heavy. And I'm like, she lives in Atlanta. So she like, you know, she, she lost weight, but you're losing weight because you're working out as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, of course you're going to lose weight. You, you work out every single day. But I'm not buying that shit. Oh, support your family. I don't want that. Listen, <laughs> I don't you could, want it. There's, there's other shit that you can take. If you, I don't know, like, if you if you have a problem using the bathroom, take some Nutriburst. That's it. Like, because that's all it's going to do for you. That's all it's going to do for you. All that flat tummy tea, all that extra shit, like, literally, you just have extra shit. That's it. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, I'm like, I couldn't buy into that hype. I said, nah, y'all all said, y'all got it. I went to the only thing I did do is um you remember that Chinese green tea? <laughs> you tried that? Oh. How, how many days were you in the house for? <laughs> Niggas probably gonna be like, yo, these bitches is nasty. <laughs> they see and talk about this. Yo, nah, we need shit? to expose it because that's crazy. I'm gonna tell you that shit right now. Um I used to be dying taking that. Well, me and my cousin, we you took to it more trip. than once. Yes, wow. we were, yo, this was like this was like some years ago. Me and my cousin was on some. We got to be skinny for Miami. Yo, what? We, I'll be calling her like, bitch, my stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, I don't understand why people like <laughs> nigga. That is unhealthy. I'm trying to tell niggas like. That's unhealthy. Like, you're li- so you unhealthy. can't go nowhere. You can't do nothing. Like, why to look skinny? Nah. Yo, and you really don't worst. even look that skinny. You start to look sick. So you want to look... <laughs> like, they be like, I look skinny, nigga. You look like you want that shit. Like, what? Ain't no <laughs> healthy skinny. Yo, you know how black people be. You lose weight. Yeah, you 10 pounds. Shit? You on that shit. I seen it the other day. She is on that <laughs> shit. You cannot tell me otherwise. Nah, y'all can have that. Y'all can keep that shit to yourself, man. man. But (laughs) more of the story, yeah, that BBL shit, I I done said this shit before. I done said it again. Everybody going to say, oh, you can't tell me I don't love myself if I'm getting that BBL. But it's like, is your body your moneymaker? Because that's what I'm going to start leading with. Mm -hmm. What do you do for work that you you want a BBL? If you tell me you a stripper, you tell me you're a content generator, you're a model or whatever the case is. And you say, oh, I got my BBL. Cool. Cool. But if I see you and and you, I'm like, can I get a number? And you got BBL? Now we got smoke. That's that's it. <laughs> because it's like, like you said, maintenance and precision is key. Mm-hmm. Maintenance and precision is key. So it's like, you're going to spend all that money to do what? Look good in or out the clothes. All right. Because sometimes y'all be looking good in the clothes. And then you take the clothes off, you just like... Ooh, that's good. It's all, it's all <laughs> bad, nigga. It's all bad. We talking about clothes and shit. You hear about the Fashion Nova 
CEO? No. Yeah, that's... Yeah, he out here selling them clothes for the low and turning niggas into a pack. Niggas are... Oh, sorry. Because <laughs> you just looked at me like, what? Y'all like, what? Nah. Niggas try to run up in his crib mm-hmm. and, like, I guess it was, like, a robbery attempt. Yeah. I don't know if he did it per se, but maybe he has security guards on deck. They actually clapped one person and four people got injured. Damn. But this is my thing. Like, why do you think you can just run up in somebody's crib, like, nowadays? Like... Which mean nowadays? Like it was cool to do it back then, but not I mean, now. Back then it was a little different. <laughs> a little different back then. Yeah, but jokes no. is a jokes. Niggas running up in my crib. The year dying. The year not leaving. Oh, and that's just because you pack that thing. But I mean, so my <laughs> thing is like, I don't, I never was a fan of like stick up kids. I just don't or robbers. I You're just right. like I don't think that there's no. It's funny because they have the cliche saying there's no honor amongst thieves, mm-hmm. right? But it's just like. You trying to rob people, like you going in their house you're right. and you're stealing from them. Like you're you're a thief. Yeah. You're a thief. A thief is it. like right alongside a rat to me. Like they're both low level, bottom tier. I cannot fuck with it. Right. And it's like you run the risk of look what happened. Y'all went up in that man's crib. Y'all thought y'all was about to get lit. And mm-hmm. one of your man's got turned into a pack. Now what? That's just crazy though. But I mean, just like the shit that happened with, um, there, well, there'd be a lot of home invasions, like that whole pop smoke shit or whatever. Like, yo, you're running up in somebody's crib. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, sometimes, you know, people don't have guns or just not really um, prepared. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, um, there was a video on uh, Twitter and the dude was coming home. I don't know if you've seen it. The dude was coming home and um, they caught him coming in the door. Mm-hmm. And um, they made, like, everybody get in the living room or whatever. But his girl was in the back. So when she seen on, um, I guess, the camera or whatever, that niggas had came up in the crib with a gun or she heard it, she started busting at them from the back of the um, from the back of the house. And um, the dudes end up running, you know, running out of the house or whatever like that. But it's like, you you never know what the situation is going to be when you're running up in somebody's house. If they don't know what the situation is, those are images. Yeah. Not saying that I'm a thief or a robber, but I would assume that, no, seriously, I would assume if you're going to try to hit a lick on somebody, you want to follow them for however many days, mm-hmm. however many weeks, however many months to map it out. You figure out the everyday routine. You know what technically going on. Maybe I watch too much fucking movies. Yeah, because these niggas ain't doing that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here saying it out loud as is the words that leave in my mouth, nigga. I'm like, nah, I watch too many movies. I'm like, right, right. I'm used no. to the movies where niggas come in there as the Comcast man and they on the thing like, all right, bro, they got a, a, a safe over there to the left. All right, I know where to hit the no. lookout. I'm used to that. So... Mm-hmm. Nah, these younger niggas is not doing that. They got their guns and they running up in your spot. I mean, it's old fools too. Yep. It's old fools too. So they got turned into a pack, and now you got RIP and Miz because y'all want to y'all want to take what somebody else had. Mm-hmm. Y'all even want to put that work in to get y'all. Well, maybe that's what they considered putting in putting their own work, right? <laughs> right. Derek Chauvin. I'm surprised. Well, probably when he go to jail, they somebody gonna turn him into a pack too. He got the 22 and a half years. Yeah, so I don't. I, I didn't really, like, I, I heard it, but I didn't really get to read up on it. So um, a lot of people were saying that he was on, he's only going to do 15 years or whatever. But I, I feel like it was still a light sentence um, for murder that everybody's seen on TV. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, niggas go to jail. Niggas get 22 years for less. So it's like... 
talk about that's it. That's just not, that's just, it's nothing. And and some people think it's justice, but it's not. Like, what are we supposed to be clapping our hands because he got 22.5 years? Like, Yeah, and no. if they said that he's going to do 15, it's Fed time. I think with the Fed, you only got to do 80% of your sentence mm. before you're eligible for parole. Um, Yeah, like you said, it's fucked up. Niggas feel like this is a form of justice. Like, he killed a man. Not brutally, but maliciously, mm-hmm. right? He, it was recorded. Like, I, I kind of come, like, I still get at a loss for words when I talk about this shit. But it's like the level of ignorance that he had after the fact, you feel me? Mm-hmm. He wanted to invoke his, what, his Fifth Amendment? Mm-hmm. Didn't want to testify. Then after the fact, you want to try to file, like, for, um, I think maybe, like, a motion for a retrial or something of that yeah, nature. he filed an appeal. Okay, yeah, there we go. Boom. Yeah. So, nigga, you want to get tried again for some shit that you're clearly guilty of. Everybody knows it. You know you're guilty, right? Mm-hmm. His mother going to get on a clip talking about, oh, my son is not a racist and he's a good man. Like, girl, fuck you and him. What are you talking about? Both fuck you and him. Because y'all want to say shit like that. Oh, I'm not a racist. Okay. Hey, for shits and giggles, he might not be a racist, but you know he is a fucking murderer. Mm-hmm. So what is like, people think like, oh, this race shit, like, oh, I'm not a racist. It doesn't matter. You still killed a man. So if we remove race from the situation, you still happen to be a white man that just so happened to kill a black man. It doesn't matter if you're racist. That's just adding insult to injury. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So nah, fuck him. Nah, but it was definitely intent there because... And and I don't I, what my my the point that um I'm trying to get to I can't even because it pisses me off so much, but he got everybody's seen it play out on TV. You gave him twenty two point five years. He only have to do eighty percent of his time, but yet, um, who who gave the the um the sentence and the judge mm-hmm. like the the um jury didn't. I think it was the judge that gave the sentence. Okay. I'm not gonna hold you. I really, I think no bullshit. I think I was, I was out and about. Okay. So I like, I got the notification from CNN when they they came up with the verdict. Okay. So yeah, I I really didn't get a chance to read all into it, but I do feel like he probably thought that he may have got he would get less because he was a white man. You get what I'm saying? A lot of police officers. They yeah they get guilty of a crime or whatever, but their sentence is light. So even though 22 years. Is a long time, but to him, he felt like he shouldn't have got that amount of time. For because he's white. Yeah, because he's a white dude. They all be on cold. That's just fucking like I can't even say it's fucking corny. It's just fucked up. Cause we really still live in a society where they really think like, yo, we can just kill this man or we can do whatever we want to these black people. They're gonna make a little bit of noise and we can go back to doing what the fuck. No, nigga, you got to serve that time. And I'm hoping that there's some, well, I'm hoping somebody in fucking George Floyd's family is still alive. So when he's eligible for his parole sentencing, they attend that shit and be like, nah, he don't need to get freed out. Look what he did to my brother, my son, my father, my nephew, my cousin. That affected my fucking life. He's a corny ass nigga. He deserved to fry. I don't know why they didn't try him. Well, no, I don't think, uh. I don't think the state of Minnesota got the death penalty. I think only Texas still got that shit. So this is my thing. I I don't. I wonder. Um, I always wonder how those parole hearings work. Um, 
As far as what? As far as like, you know, the family coming and and testifying, you know, just giving their statement or whatever, if the person is eligible for parole, like, does that really have a, a huge impact? You know what I'm saying? Because if, if he's, you know, he's been on good behavior and, you know, things like that, they're like, okay, yeah, well, we're going to take your statement into consideration. But, you know, if... I think it's a combination of the two. Right. You know, I've never been on parole. I've never been in jail. But... <laughs> Yeah, I throw that out there. But from what I can see, it's kind of a combination for the two. So, like, let's say in a ideal setting, you know, okay, let's use him, for example. His 15-year passes, he might have been, for what it's worth, a model prisoner, yeah. right? He might have got a day job. He's doing this. He's doing that. He's saying that he is fully rehabilitated mm-hmm. and he's, you know, sorry for whatever crimes he's committed or whatever like that. If a family member were to come in and be like, it wouldn't necessarily be a case of, yo, this is how it affected me. It would more so be a case of them still highlighting how heinous the crime was. That's what it boils down to. Like, yeah, he could say that he changed and shit, but look, this is what he did. Like, this is fucked up. Like, it don't matter how much time passes, he still has that in him. So that's, I think that's the angle that you kind of got to counter if you want to see somebody not eligible for parole. Yeah. Sometimes it works in in the um the person's favor. Yeah, true. So somebody might have did some fucked up shit, and, but they actually reached out to the family, and the family be like, you come to the parole here. I'm like, hey, you know, I think this person really is rehabilitated, blah, 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 and they might get out. But I don't think that nigga ever needs to see the daylight again. I don't think if so. If you ask me. Yeah, like, they could, they could keep him. Right. I don't know why white people on the road, they all been acting the fuck up. We got to pack Chet Hanks the fuck up, too. Have you heard his oh beat? Oh, my God. Did you see that rap song? Yo, I don't... <laughs> I can't even call it, like, a, a song. It's just a rap song, because it's coming from him. That's how you got to talk about that rap song. I'm sick of him. Like, his culture appropriation is through the roof. Mm-hmm. My is. guys, in the video, he got Asian girls, black girls in the video twerking. By the way, them bitches is stupid. They look fucking stupid. He's in a video with a fucking 40 ounce. Like, I'm just like. <sighs> like, I don't, I don't get like. I know your father is so disappointed. I was about to say, yo, he need to get his son. I know that man <laughs> is so disappointed. But nobody, like, he doesn't have anybody on his team telling him like, yo, that's, that's not it. No, he don't care. Because he's not really known for anything. So what team, what team do he have? His claim to fame is I'm Tom Hanks' son. Like, whether he wants to accept it or not. Right. Because if he wasn't Tom Hanks' son and he was doing this stupid shit, we wouldn't fucking know. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't care. We're like, look at this another, look at another fucking cracker wanting to take the culture. But it you wouldn't know, matter. You know what it is? Like, social media gave him fame. Like, because the Shade Room started posting him, baller alerts. Because I didn't know who the fuck he was or what he looked like before then. Because he's Tom Hanks' son. Right. And I... I, I I'm so over him. Sometimes he's funny, but other times, this wasn't a funny moment. Nah, it wasn't. The Jamaican accent. And then, like, then he get into it with his black girlfriend and supposedly, like, he abused her or whatever. The friend was there with the recording and... Yeah, but I mean, I don't... I'm not gonna... First of all, I'm not, like, a fan of anybody being abused. But it's just like, why would you even... Why would you even get, like... I want to say some ignorant shit. Like, that's what you get for fucking with that corny-ass motherfucker, like... There's nothing about him that would be like, ooh, I like him. I yeah. want to see what's up. Like, no, he's corny. But bitches in the comments be like, oh, he's so fine. I'm like, where? <laughs> where is he finding? I mean, you find white men attractive? No, I don't. I'm, so see, that, I'm that's what it black. is. <laughs> you just don't find white men attractive. So it really wouldn't matter what he look like. You do not like white men. I'm not only black, I'm super pro-black. Ain't nothing <laughs> wrong with that. 
ain't nothing wrong with that at all. I'm just saying he needs to find his own lane and figure out what the fuck he's going to do. I'm not saying that he has to be an actor like his father, but that rapping shit, that is not it. That's not it at all. You're talking about rappers. I think you said you did not get a chance to watch the Soldier Boy in Bow Wow versus... So, no, I did see the highlights, and the highlights was funny. Do you know who they say won? Who they said won? Um, I think they said Bow Wow, but don't hold me to that. You can talk. I'm going to go ahead and look at that. <laughs> Don't hold me to that. But um, I thought it was cool um, because Bow Wow, you know, they both had a, a good sense of humor. I did see a clip where um, Soldier Boy brought um, Romeo out. Because mm-hmm. you remember Romeo wanted to have a um, a versus with Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember none of Romeo's songs. Like, did he have any? I see DC. <laughs> I see DC. I don't even know how the rest go. I just know that nigga. That's it. That's it. Oh like my he don't. God. <laughs> he had that one song that was um a spinoff of um. It takes two to make a thing go. Romeo. Romeo. Oh, okay, okay. Romeo. Oh, well. That's oh, all. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, I don't remember. Yeah. So yeah, that wasn't. I don't know how that would have been. I did see a clip though when he came out. And he was like, you know, giving a uh, bow wow and Soldier Boy. Their flowers, mm-hmm. like you know, you bow wow, you did your thing. I think he said bow wow was like the Michael Jordan of their era, and he said he was like Kobe, and then he said Soldier Boy was like LeBron. But I'm like, nigga, what you mean you like Kobe? Kobe's a fucking goat, nigga. Kobe's a dog, <laughs> nigga. R.I.P. Kobe, he was nothing like Kobe, bro. Yeah, like, like, you should have said, I don't know, I don't well, know who the fuck Kobe, you should have said he was like. He, he wanted to put himself up there. I get it. <laughs> Disrespectfully, so he yes. shouldn't have. But yeah, I mean, it was dope. I like when verses. Hmm, I kind. I like when verses is matched up and it makes sense. Like it's a good thing where they can go back and forth, and mm-hmm. that was a good one from what the clips that I saw, anyways. Because, right. like I said, I was out turning up for my birthday while that shit was coming up. So, <laughs> I mean, while that shit was on, so I saw bits and pieces, but I really, I didn't get into it. But it's dope, and it's nice to see young niggas celebrating each other and not hating on each other. Facts. I agree. I think Meg and the baby need to take a page out that book. and Because they, they been going back and forth in the shit. Yeah. So, um, we I, we talked about this. So, the, the thing with the baby, he's like, oh, it's not his beef or whatever. Meg's like, hey, what do you mean? There ain't no beef. Like, but I think a lot of a lot of guys in the industry came to her defense behind the scene. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like when when people do things in the public, it makes it like, okay, well, that's not what you said when you was on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I guess that's how she's taking it. But he's looking at it as a business. So you're talking about him doing the whole song with Tori. No, nah, not at all. Fuck both of them niggas. I was talking about. <laughs> I was talking about. Um, Meg had posted a picture with Jay Z. Oh, yeah. And the baby was like, situation. yeah. Oh. And the baby was like, oh, who I gotta, who I gotta um talk to to get a song with Jay Z? Like my nigga, you think Jay wanna hop on a song with you? So no, that but that picture with them that led up to the beef that transpired with them on Twitter. Oh really? Yes. So it was a it was a situation that that um the baby did a song with Tori. Okay, I remember and that. Then, I remember that part. And then um, somebody on Twitter was like, "Oh, you know, how could you do a song with him or whatever, whatever?" And he was like, "That's not my beef." So then him and Meg started going back and forth. I remember on Twitter, that part. And then Party got into it. Mm-hmm. So then that's why that Happy Party. Yes. Yeah, so that's why that <laughs> picture came about. Where you know, because Meg's supposed to be close to Jay Z now, whatever. So that's why that picture circulated. Where he was like, "Oh, who do I got?" Um, 
who do I got to talk to? This is what I'm saying. Like, and that's why I'm like, I don't know if I would ever want to be a part of that industry. Cause it's like motherfuckers do little bitch ass corny Mm -hmm. shit all day. Like you only want to do a song with Jay-Z. Well, because you saw her post a picture with him. Like that's corny. Like, and who the fuck said Jay Z want to do a art um a song with you anyways? Yeah. So uh, so basically um they're, they're basically saying Jay Z is not going to do a song with um the baby because of the situation that transpired. I don't know. You know how you said that's media what they is. oh that's what people that's saying. what people are saying on Twitter. So that's why again they put that picture up like oh you got to have to talk to Meg in order to get a feature with Jay Z. Like you get what I'm saying. But him and Meg, I guess they had a falling out now. I don't know. It's all social media crazy. This shit corny, dog. This shit corny, my nigga. It's all industry shit, though. It's all industry shit. But, I mean, not for nothing, Meg, that's your fault, my nigga. Why are you coming to the game thinking niggas is your friends? And that was another thing. like Niggas ain't your friends. It's all business. It's not your friends. For the right price and the right feature, niggas is going to do a song with whoever. Mm Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's all not for nothing, no shade to you. It's always going to be bros before hoes. So just like it should be chicks before dicks, my nigga. So what did you think was going to happen? Oh, you shot her. So I'm going to make a song with you. I don't want to get no money with you, nigga. You're a fucking platinum selling artist. I'm a platinum selling artist. We ain't going to get no money. Like, nah, niggas is not doing that. Y'all don't have... It'd be different if y'all had an actual personal relationship and a friendship, but y'all probably only fucking got cool because y'all did a song together so i mean mm, you could talk about it with podcasts and shit that's just like nigga if i do a podcast with you and then i don't know maybe you might not not like somebody if i wanted to go do a podcast with them i mean would i do it personally per se no because i'm a little i'm a little different like i tend to once i pick a side of the fence i tend to stay there but if there was money on the table and I chose to be a slave to the dollar, could you really hold that? Like, hold that against me? Right. Based off of the type of relationship that we had. Now, if we was like fucking two peas in a pod right. and we talked all the time, we was kicking it, like we actually developed an organic relationship outside mm-hmm. of podcasting, then you can feel a type of way. But right. if it's just like, I only see you on the mics, yeah. how fucking mad could you be? Right? I think people just take shit too personal. She's in the game thinking that niggas is her friend and that's where she's fucking up. Right. You can't you can't expect people to be loyal to you when, yo, he's been on a few of your songs featured, but you paid him for those songs. Like, <laughs> you me like he came out, he did it off the strength. Like, yo, I right. really fuck with you. I'm about to give you these verses. Nah, yeah. that's not what the fuck it is. He said he still got to feed his family. Shit. I am mad at him, and but maybe you need to relax because um, y'all flow, you and Jay Z's flow is completely different. Y'all on two different levels. Y'all don't even y'all don't even really have shit that's relatable. Like. Not for nothing, Jay-Z's a complete different type of man. That's why it's important to not overstep your boundaries, because that's what it looks like from the outside looking in. How would a song even sound with him? It wouldn't there, sound like, like shit, because it's never, <laughs> it's never going to fucking happen. <laughs> that's just crazy. That nigga overstepping, he's overstepping his boundaries. He need to learn how to stay in his lane. Yeah. Fucking, whew, I'm sitting here looking at this fucking list. <laughs> nah, for real, because we talking about the overstepping of the boundaries I just, on my 24th episode, was talking about that shit. How, like, yo, if you feel like... First of all, you're married, right? So, do you feel as though marriage is just a piece of paper? No. Okay, and why do you feel like marriage is not just a piece of paper? Um, Being married, it's like, it's a lot of hard work. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nothing like, um, like I'll, I'll talk about this too. Like being in a relationship, you can pick up and leave anytime. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, fuck it, I'm out. But when you're married, you, you're invested in each other. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So y'all may have a business together. Y'all may have a house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like when you're separating and, um, and y'all have kids, even in a relationship, you can have kids, but you're, you're breaking up your home and you're now you're getting divorced and everything is being divided. Or some people may not get this. Some people may. So I think it's it's more than a, a piece of paper because again, when you're you're in a marriage, it's kind of like a business. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I understand that. Very good point. So let me ask you this: If you and your husband were to do everything that you guys were doing without a marriage license, would like would you feel things would still be differently? Um, I don't know. To be honest with you, I I, I don't. I don't know because I'm going to be honest with you. Like we did, we bought a house before we um, got married Mm -hmm. and I regretted it (laughs) because we were boyfriend and girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you, you, you know how it is. Like you go through so many different things. Like, and Mm -hmm. I've been with him for like, it's been like 15 years. But it was like, yo, we, we broke up and like, it was just like, fuck it. You know, the house is still a, a part of me, but I don't want to be here. You know what I'm saying? So it was a hard thing to get out of, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Being more in a relationship than, um, and then we had tenants. It was just a, a big thing. I don't know. I just I feel like it it is a it was a bit different than being so married. You, so you but Harley, I'm let me try and make sure that <laughs> I asked my question right because I'm kind of feel like you answered it, but I didn't. So do you feel as though if you and your husband would have did all the business things like invested into each other without the marriage, do you think that the marriage, like the actual act of being married and the marriage license would still hold as much significance as it does. Meaning, you guys, if you were still boyfriend and girlfriend, if you still had the house, um, you still was going into the business, and if you had kids, like, would you feel it's essentially like the common law marriage would have been enough if you had all these other documents to show that you guys were tied and tethered to each other? No, um, because also with, with being married, um, that, well, being married is you are more secured in that, um, like financial aspects. So okay. no outside people can come and be like, um, for instance, if we're boyfriend and girlfriend, um, if if um it came to a point where, you know, he something happened to him and the family's like, oh well, that's half in his name too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I have to cash out. Yeah, that white shit supersedes it. You know what I'm you saying? DM my girlfriend should have took a fucking page out your book. So, yeah, I don't know if I want to call it a petition, a motion. I'm not sure of the correct term for it. But I know basically she went to the courts on some common law shit. Basically, like, yeah, me and him, we were together for mm-hmm. a certain amount of time when it comes to his estate and shit like that. And the family was like, ah, ah, hit in the back of that neck with that good old sandal. Like, nah, that girlfriend shit don't count. Right. 
So now she's feeling like she's asked out. And it's so funny because I feel like I'm a motherfucking oracle. Like, every time I talk about some shit, it always pop up in the light. Like, it's never, like, not even a month later in the shit that I be talking about, it just pops up. Mm-hmm. And I tell people that shit all the time. Like, nigga, if you feel like marriage is just a piece of paper, you got to make sure you got mad other shit lined up and y'all are tethered and tied through other pieces of paperwork. Because if not, you're going to end up like that. Yeah. You got a kid, but they like, all right, that's cool. We're going to take care of little Ray Ray Tay Tay, but you on your own, sis. Yeah. And that's the that's the fucked up part about it is because you invested in this person and, and he was the breadwinner or she may have been working or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, he took care of probably most of the things. So now it's like, yeah, you are pretty much asked out, which I feel like, you know, knowing that they were engaged, um, the family should you know, look out for her. But it comes greed. Like what people they don't like her. What yeah. they fucking like her ass. That's that could probably <laughs> that could be possible. Um but that's why you have to have your shit in order. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to have a will. You have to have certain things. So even like I was reading up on the um reading up on the laws um being married too. So what I didn't know is that um even though you're married a to will somebody sees that Yes, but <laughs> when you're married to somebody, right? Um, say for instance, you know, we have a house. He had kids that those are not my kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, um, like say the 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 house then both of you guys' name, the kids can um take you to court to get half of the house. Or if they're in you, the will, make you no, not even if you're in the will, make you sell the house. So and and um. That's basically what I what I read online. So like they're entitled to a certain percentage. Like again, these are outside kids that he had. You know what I'm saying? You're his wife. Yes, y'all are married. The home is in your name, or he got money in the account. The the kids t- can take you to court, and they're entitled to some of that money. Hmm. Not all of it. You get the majority of it, but they get a percentage of it. And hmm. I didn't know that. One of my clients. Um, that I have at work, she was telling me like, no, I got to sell the home. And I'm like, what do you mean you got to sell your home? That house is in you and your husband's thing. Yeah. But she's like, the kids want the house to be sold because, you know, it was part in his name and they're entitled to that. I was like, get the fuck out of wow. here. Wow. Sounds like if my husband ever had outside kids, I'd just hire a hitman. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not selling shit. I done paid all this motherfucking money you talk about. Y'all niggas could live in the basement or something. Yeah. We ain't selling shit around here. It's fucked up, but that's how people are. Greed, yo. Greed. You right about that one. It's fucked up because, you know, when he died, everybody was trying to make it. Well, he did that because of, you know, natural causes or complications. The niggas is trying to make it seem like he died because of like he OD'd or some shit like that. And I think that was fucked up. So that's what I thought at first because that's what they were, they were basically, well, for instance, he did overdose, but I guess he died because he had a heart attack, mm-hmm. right? So that was what they were saying because that's the reason why he went to the hospital because they said that they found... I don't know. There were so many different stories. Don't hold me to none of this. <laughs> no, I mean, I just think that it's fucked up. I mean, niggas did know that he had a past record of drug abuse, but we all know the backstory behind that right, shit. Right, But I think that in the community, we got to treat, and it sounds crazy because, you know, the whole thing with the fentanyl and shit like that, everybody wants to act like now it ain't crack. So it's an opioid oh. crisis. And we need to treat them like we need to treat them like patients and not criminals. Yeah. But when it was our so turn, crazy. niggas ain't do that for us. Facts. But we need to 
you know, treat like if we can take it more serious and treat it like, you know, it is a fucking disease. Right. Young and May, I don't know what's going on with her, but she checked herself into rehab, but she ain't want to talk about the addiction. Yeah, well, I, I did whatever see it is. That. It could be so many different things. Like, yo, the the industry gets you sucked into so much shit. And it could be pills. It could be Coke. Niggas be on Coke. Niggas. Yeah, I heard y'all on that. Y'all was going crazy on Coke. What's wrong with Coke? What? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if y'all can see her face right now, what's wrong with Coke? I'm just saying, like, niggas be acting like you. No, I'm not saying that I do Coke, but I'm just saying, like, people be acting like it's just like, Yo, nigga, I never do Coke, but it's like, Okay, let me ask you this Have you ever done any party drugs? No, never done any projects, so you never smoke. No, I mean, weed. you only smoke weed. Yes. But nothing else outside of that. Never no shrooms. No. Never no E. Nah. Okay, so I can see why you felt like that. <laughs> right. Yo, smoking too much weed gets to me. Like, I, I, had, I had to quit smoking weed because I just, I couldn't do it. So edibles, I'll do here and there. Mm-hmm. But like the weed, like I, I used to smoke like for a long time. And mm-hmm. then I quit smoking. Mm-hmm. For years, and then I tried to start smoking again, and that shit did not work for me. At no, all. No, I don't know. You've been saying that, but I mean, I guess I just feel like, nigga, your drug of choice is your drug of choice. Mm. Like, as long as you ain't stealing from me to support the habit, I really don't give a shit. I don't know. I mean, just drugs alone. I just see my family members go through that addiction and battle that shit, and or try to battle it. Yeah, cause see, you think about all the list sides. I'm thinking about the fun side, nigga. All the crackheads <laughs> I know on Blue Hill, aunties, them bitches be cool as shit, nigga. What they be having everything for sale. That's why we get all my laundry detergent projects for. I'm like, you got the time pause this week, auntie. Nah. Give me some bounce next week. <laughs> Thank you. Like I don't know. I fuck crackheads is cool to yeah, me. Yeah, they are. And I, mean, I know that they probably started off with. You know what I'm saying? Some coke. So, I don't know. You gotta do coke, do coke. Like I said, as long as you ain't selling for me. But I think there's just a big-ass stigma. Like, I feel like you don't even know it, but there's several people around you that do coke, but they would probably never come out and say it because of how you, like, the stigma that you provide. I'm like, niggas do coke? You can never do that shit around me. They probably like, (laughs) okay. Like, I don't know. I know functioning coke has. I mean, there's a lot of functioning coke. My in cousin, the business world, which hell yeah. But my cousin, um, my cousin that lives in New York, like all of her, like the people that she hang around or worked around, mm-hmm. they were all like they all did party drugs and coke. You know, they do that shit heavy in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen when I, me going to New York, I've seen people do coke in front of me mm-hmm. at the club, and I'll I was just like. <laughs> I was like, maybe I should move out of this section. <laughs> but they pass it to me. No. I mean, I don't know. This shit don't bother me. You want to do coke? Do coke. Mm. So, no, don't smoke no crack around me. That shit stink. <laughs> what what drugs have you did besides um weed? Weed? Yeah. How do you know I smoked weed? You just uh, assume it. No, <laughs> right, everybody. <laughs> nah, so I smoked weed before. Um, I did ecstasy. How was that experience? It was fun. Was it? It was fun. <laughs> Yo, look at you. You want to do it right now? <laughs> nah, dog, 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 nigga. I was doing it before fucking Marley came out. Once Marley came out, I was like, I'm straight. Mm. But I guess that's why I'm not like too, too fucked up about it because I understand like E-Pills has a little bit of all of that shit mm. in it, right? Like, and I did that shit when I was like, well, I'm 31 now. I did that shit when I was like 16, 17. Yeah, okay. 
Like for me, E was like it was a fun drug. Right. Because I think like a lot of people don't understand when it comes to those um those type of drugs, whatever mood you're in, it enhances it. Okay. Right. So that's what people tell you. Like, so if you're um happy when you take it, you're gonna have a grand fucking time. If you're sad when you take it, you could possibly kill yourself, right? Mm. Only because it's such an extreme, it enhances your emotions. Right. So there's a con like a constant misconception. People are like, oh yeah, you take E, you're gonna want fuck all night. Like if you was <laughs> horny before, yeah, but if you weren't, then no, nigga. Because right. I know motherfuckers who was high off E and angry when they took the shit and they caught a body. They wasn't fucking nothing but fucking shit up. Damn. So it's two complete different type yeah. of things, right? And I don't even think, to be honest, like... Because I can remember getting high off E. I don't think it's more of a... You're horning you on a fuck all night. It's just that touch. No. Like, the, the act that... Actual act of touching the sensation, like that's what it is. Like, okay, I could be high off E, and if you had on like a fucking, I don't. This was when I was taking this shit. Like velour was popular. If you had on a velour suit, and I could just sit, I'd just rub your leg for like thirty minutes. Like, wow, <laughs> this feels really good, nigga. Like, so, no, seriously, like yeah, you could lay, crazy. you could get naked and lay next to somebody and just touch them, and that feels amazing itself. So it didn't have to be about sex. Yeah. I'm like, y'all niggas was just horny and just <laughs> was looking for a reason to do whatever the fuck y'all want to do, nigga. Because right. they say, nigga, if you pop a perk, you could fuck somebody all night, and that's not nowhere close to eat. So, yeah, so those are my two drugs. So um, Meek, he he said he was addicted <sighs> to um, perks at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it. I do like over hyping it on songs. Oh, pop up, fuck, fuck your bitch. Now you're in fucking rehab. You don't know what to do with yourself. Yeah, that's just. I say it only takes. It takes what, twenty one days to create a habit? Is it five? It's one of the two, but it doesn't take much, nigga. But I think you have to realize and understand once you get to the point to where you're no longer doing it for recreational purposes and you're doing it because you need to function, that's when you have an addiction and you got to seek help. Right. Because niggas don't... So, yeah, that go for everybody. I know y'all talking about that shit on the pod. That goes for everybody who feel like, oh, I can't eat what I was talking yeah. Nigga, you, you need to seek help. You fucking need to seek help. But um, we are at a point where I told you that I had some um talk to me nice questions. Mm-hmm. And I had a few um, questions that people have sent me because, like you said, on your part, I know you guys like to answer these relationship type questions. <laughs> so, um, I just, well, I don't know why the fuck I said you guys. You like to answer, <laughs> yeah, let me clarify, clean that the fuck up. You like to answer these type of relationship questions. So, I saved a few of them because, like I said, I suck at relationships, nigga. If you want to be single, I'm your fucking guy. But other than that, don't talk to me about nothing because I don't know nothing about nothing. So, <laughs> You want me to start to the talk to me nice questions or yeah. just... Okay, I'll start with that. Let me pull it up. Mm. All right. Reads as follows. Hey, sis. What up, though? It's your girl, T. That's what I'm going to leave it at. T, checking in from the D. I'm assuming the D is Detroit. Shout out to the 313. I got a couple niggas out there, y'all. My bros and shit through my trade. She got straight into it. My question is this. I got these two main niggas that I deal with. One is real good to me, but the other is a hood nigga, and you know how that go. LOL. LOL. (laughs) My question is this. From one savage to... Okay. (laughs) From one savage to... Right, like, what the fuck? Like, this one got bad niggas, but all right. From one savage to another, should I keep juggling them or pick one to build with? Let me know some. That was... It was brief. That was it. 
Um, I'll let you answer first. Okay, I mean, it, <laughs> it, it depends. I mean, the other one, he's a street nigga, so it's like, how far is that going to really go? You know what I'm saying? Mm. It, does he plan on staying in the streets? Like, you know, dealing with a street nigga is kind of like, it's touch and go. Like, you you know what I'm saying? You never know what. Oh, you don't think you should take the nigga serious. They have feelings. I know they do have feelings, but, you know. You don't care about them, it seems like. Okay, I mean, ahead. no, I mean, I've, I've dealt with, um, so moving on. <laughs> so, um, I mean, if you're looking to have fun for right now, you know, that's cool. But I would just kind of figure out what level are they on. They may not even want to settle down. Even a dude who's... who's um, real good to her. Real good to her. Like, he may not be looking for that. So you may diss the street nigga and the other nigga's like, so yeah, I wasn't really looking for a relationship. I mean, I guess you just have to see what type of time... Nigga's always on. looking for some pussy, but mm-hmm. never looking for no relationship. Never That's relationship. why I'm not looking at niggas this way. Because <laughs> they got me fucked up, <laughs> Right. But, um, so I think that, hmm, although I do give great relationship advice, you know, I was talking shit. I think that you should stick with, you got to figure, all right, let me rephrase it. You got to figure out what it is that you want in a person, right? If you're looking for stability, most likely you should go with the guy that's good to you because, it's not really a lot of stability in the street niggas life. It's real fast paced. They got a lot going on. It's this, 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 that. Now, if you're looking for more excitement and more of a thrill and a rush, you should probably go with the street nigga. But then it kind of gets touchy because, like, who knows? Like, the fucking, the nigga that's real good to you, you could be saying that because it's a financial aspect, but you might have, like, mad, passionate, like, you can have a lot of passion with the street <laughs> niggas. So, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, you kind of got to figure, yeah, you kind of got to figure out just basically whatever it is that you're looking for in a relationship. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm, I know you call me a savage, but I'm not a, a savage in that aspect. I can't date more than one nigga at a time. It's hard as shit for me to like one nigga. So, I can't deal with two niggas because I just, yeah. like, my philosophy is if I can't put all my niggas in a group chat, then I don't need to have more than one nigga. That's just how I feel. I agree with that. That's that's good. <laughs> oh, with the group chat? Yeah. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> All right. So it was um two two other well, one question was something that I saw on the internet, and then another question was something that somebody had sent me and they wanted me to answer it. And I did personally, but I thought that it would be dope to talk about it. Cause like I said, you this your area expertise. You you be liking that answer these. Let me find this shit. Um Oh, so there was a clip that was circulating where was this girl and she was basically on some shit like, I don't know if you saw, it was this light-skinned girl and she was like, oh, you know, I met this nigga, we started dating and he bossed me up. We didn't work out, but I feel as though because you introduced, oh, you seen the shit. Yeah. I feel as though because you introduced me to this lifestyle, it's your responsibility to upkeep that. What, what do you think about that? She's fucking out of her mind. Like this is my Run thing. If a if a dude upgrades you, you have to maintain that level yourself. So if this nigga's giving you money, you know what I'm saying, but he's paying all the bills, what are you doing with your money? Why you're not why you're not building something for yourself? Because when he leaves, he's taking his money with him. He's not obligated to fucking fund your lifestyle. Like she was talking crazy on that on that little podcast show thing that they had. Like, <laughs> bitch, what are you like seriously? 
She was convinced, too. She was like, no, but what I'm saying is, if I meet you and you introduce me to this, then you need to upkeep it. Like, I'll be feeling like no bullshit. The kind of niggas that women be wanting is the kind of niggas that their fathers never was. Because mm-hmm. there's, you got to understand, I might get ridiculed and blowback for this shit, but I stand 10 toes down in it. If you're a woman who had a good father, the shit that you be looking for in mm. these niggas is what you're going to get out of your father. Yeah. You want a nigga that's going to be by your side and take care of you regardless, no matter what the relationship is that y'all share, whether you're on good terms or bad terms. Bitch, that's your father. That's your father, nigga. Your father can be mad at you, but if you say, daddy, I need your help, he's going to... Nigga, that's your father. Right. You got to understand when you fucking with niggas, like unless y'all got a kid together and that even goes to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. If I'm no longer dealing with you, you're no longer my priority. I'm not obligated. First of all, I was never obligated. I might've did some shit off the stream because I fuck with you, but that don't mean I got to take care of you. I'm not with you. I'm not fucking with you no more. I'm not fucking you, but I'm still going to pay for you. What? She wants him to pay for the little condo or whatever she had and- Oh, well, he bought me a car and, oh, but he's going to kick. Like, he got a whole nother bitch and you expect him to give you money too? You got 30 days. If I was a nigga, you got 30 days. And you might not even get that bitch. You might. (laughs) Feel me? Like, you got 30 days. Figure it the fuck out. Like, that. Okay, I'm glad that we... See, real nigga. I'm glad that we agreed on that one, man. The last one is, is it possible to be in love with two people at once? Um, I think it it is possible because you you have different feelings for different people for different reasons. Have you been in, in love with two people once? Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say. I don't know. This okay, is, hypothetically, this... <laughs> hypothetically. All right, so, yeah, kinda, but not. Okay, I, I wouldn't say in love, but but. Okay, so for instance, I was I was dating this guy, and you know, um, this was the first dude that I was with, whatever. So yeah, I was in love with him, whatever. But then me and him broke up. But I still, I wouldn't say I was still in love with him, but I would still he was still somebody that I would be with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So do I feel like you could be? Yeah, you possibly could have feelings for for two people. At, you know, at the same time, you can you can be in love with two people. Mm, I disagree. I don't think you'd be in love with two people at the same time. No, I think you can love two people at the same time, but I don't think you can be in in love love with two people. And maybe this is coming from um, a biased standpoint of view because I talked about this shit before on my podcast or some of the podcasts. I've never been in love before because I'm a conditional lover. Mm. And when I say that shit, people be like, oh, that's selfish and that's fucked up. I'm like, honestly, if you think about it, we're all conditional lovers. We just don't openly admit that shit, right? You got to think about it. How many times have you ever said a person like, oh, I've loved you unconditionally. I don't have that level of love for anybody but my child. Okay. Because no matter what my child does to me or what he's done in this life, I can't, I can't turn my love off for him. Right. It, it'll never turn off. But when it comes to people, especially relationships, I can love you. But so I feel like with women, yeah, let me spin it back a little bit. With women, there should always be two types of women, Mm -hmm. which is, uh, but I love him kind of woman and uh I love him but mm. you know what I'm saying right he beat my ass but I love him right I love him but you're not gonna keep beating my ass you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. so it's two different things like that so I feel as though 
I'm a conditional lover because I will love you up until you do the things that I just cannot fuck with. Right. And that doesn't mean I'm going to stop loving you, but it just means that I'm, I'm not going to fuck with you. That love may possibly, it might never die completely, but mm-hmm. it's not enough for me to stay with you. Right. So I feel like with being in love, in my mind, it's a concept where you view a person's imperfections as somewhat perfect. Like you no longer see them for who they are, you start to see them for who you want them to be. Mm. Which I feel like is a very dangerous place to be in if you're not with the right person. Right. If you are with the right person, then it's like, yo, word, I can see the potential in you and where this can go, this, this, that, and that. But if you fucking with somebody that ain't shit, you're going to crash and burn real fucking fast. Yeah. When you get that involved and that wrapped up into a person, I would also like to believe if you're in love with the person, you only have eyes for them. Right? So, like, when motherfuckers cheat, if I see you in a relationship and you cheating, there's no way you're in love. Yeah. You can't be. You might like who you're with. You might, you could love them, but you're not in love. Because, in my mind, being in love is a concept where you just, you're engulfed in one person. So, I don't think that you could be that into a person and still be able to split that and divide that. That's just me. Yeah. In my euphoric type of world. <laughs> right. But like I said, take what I'm saying with a fucking grain of salt because <laughs> salt bay my shit because a nigga, yeah, a nigga ain't never been in love, man. This is just me looking from the outside and this is what I seen because I've been around, even though I have never been in love, I've been enough to witness a lot of black love. Oh, yeah. So I know what a healthy relationship looks like and the toxicity, you know, I, I can t- differentiate between the two. So now I don't think you could be in love with two people. You, can you love two people? Absolutely. But yeah. be in love? Mm. I mean, so for instance, like if you're in a relationship and, and you know, you're in love with the person that you with, but like you still have feelings for somebody that you were with and like you can still, I, I feel like you can still be If you be in love and you still got feelings for somebody else, that's, you're not in love? Because it's, it's, I feel like it's two different type of things. Like um, I was talking about this with my cousin too. He's always in love, but um, what's his son? What is? Oh, he's a Libra. Four. He's a Libra. He's a Libra like me. <laughs> I don't want to be the one to say it to double down. <laughs> but um, if you make me, I will. If you make me, I will. Yo. <laughs> nah, Libra insane. niggas. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, I know P gonna hear this and be he, okay. He at least trash. I'm, I'm not even gonna leave her women. Like I, I'm not a lesbian, but I love y'all as friends. Like definitely love y'all I'm as friends. Libra niggas is cool as friends too, but yeah. like romantically, it's trash. like outside of sex. That's that's where it begins and that's where it ends. Yeah. I'm not like my cousin's a little whore. Okay, see, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they the undercover whores. Mm-hmm. The worst kind of whores. Yeah. I like the out loud whores, like yeah. the Leos. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love you not even break off into these motherfucking Zodiac signs, man. All right, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you, you for, for coming. Um, You want to shout out your socials, let people know where they can find you. Yes. Uh, you guys can follow me at FY Podcast on Instagram. And my personal Instagram is StarZ, S-T-A-R-Z-Z-E-E. But you can head all, over to YouTube and subscribe to the page and um, or, you know, just check it out. And, you know, you can listen and see if you like it. And if you do, subscribe. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Like I said, thank you for coming. Come chopping it up with me. I know I came on your platform. I meant to bring you on sooner, but this part, life be life in. Yeah. I, be, I need to develop like an actual schedule so I can be like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Let me go ahead and wrap this shit up. Real quick. Before I get up out of here, 
Follow me on all social media platforms at P-D-A-T-P underscore pod. For all inquiries or the Talk To Me Nice segment, feel free to email me at popthatpersonality at gmail.com. On some real shit, thanks for coming to rock out with the PDP podcast. And remember, as always, on this here platform, you'll always be encouraged to what? Pop that personality. (laughs) (laughs)